1: us gassing on about it Give I don't think it means what you think it means
0: by the way you know when you're when you're telling these little stories you have a big mouth here's a good idea what are you even talking about have a point why are you airing personal matters with complete strangers it makes it so much more interesting for the listener I have a good one for you to start off the show today okay um I've been asked to figure out the sound requirements for a film that's taking place in the summer, um, three day, three days on
1: site, and then whatever post production, of course, right. So you've been asked like how much it would cost to do everything. Kind of, yeah, and um, and
0: of course you did it. Did, did that really just turn itself down on its own? Apparently, that was weird. Yeah, you're getting hacked. I don't know. Oh, maybe if it happens again,
1: what are yeah. they gonna? Like, like, you know, look at your Spotify, my music collection or like Mm -hmm. what eBooks I have.
0: (laughs) So, so this, um, this thing, three days, uh, at, at any given point, the most, the, the, the biggest cast for any scene is four people. And, and, and so it, it sounds like a super easy, super easy thing, you know, like a, a six channel, six channel location recorder, um, uh, some lavaliers, an ambient mic and a, and a, uh, shotgun.
1: What do they, um, what do they call a boom mic? That's what I was looking for. That's a shotgun mic. Typically. Typically. Yeah. Sometimes it's a pencil condenser. Yeah. Depends on the situation. Depends on the background noise. Often. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Anyway, so, so I'm expecting all three days would be long days, right? Um, Because my experience in film is. Yeah. Um, What is that? Let's, let's start off with the, with the more pertinent questions um, that I I intend to call a place that rents these things and ask them what that would cost to rent. you have any idea what that oh, would be? So you're asking
1: me to do my job on my day off. <laughs> <laughs> we we'll do someone's job at least. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is my job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> uh,
0: for three days. Yeah. Probably. Yeah, I, I imagine it's, I imagine it would be like a, like pick up Thursday, drop off Monday type of thing. That's four days. Fair enough. Okay. It's technically <laughs> five days if you count the pick up and drop off days.
1: Oh yeah. It would be five days. No. Uh, if I had to get round it to just a good median number, depending on which lav system you go with, I'd say about 30 bucks each per mic for For the the, lab for the five days. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, ambient mic, you might spend 20 bucks. I'd probably just grab something from the studio here. Yeah. So, yeah. Um, so, so Um, a boom and a recorder. I don't think I have a boom at my location, but I know it exists. And then we do have shotgun mics. If you need shotgun mics, although they're not really shotgun mics, they're just super cardioid mics shaped like a shotgun mic. (laughs) Yeah. Um, but a recorder, like a portable recorder, you could go with like an H six. That probably cost you 20 bucks for the, for the five days. Yeah. Oh fuck.
0: Damn. This shit is cheap. Cheers to that! <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, um, cool. Give or take, like, yeah, ten dollars, let's say.
0: Yeah, and, and I, I, I wouldn't hold you to this, and and I know, I know, our listeners won't hold you to anything. Um, not that people call us on sh- our shit anymore, but um, that gives me a, that gives me an idea what what I would need to. Come up with parental wise, right? Yeah. Um, so that's fair. Uh, I think one of the uh, one of the um, maybe it's the director actually even um, has a has an H two N um, and a handful of labs that we
1: probably H2N end up using the H how many inputs it has
0: H two N is uh, is only four inputs, um, so four.
1: Four line inputs. I suggested and, the H6 because it yeah. can and that's it has four inputs plus it has that's that what right I was saying th- that you can attach for an additional two. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. Is uh,
0: um making making that getting the the recorder would be the minimum um, depending on how many labs this guy has, you know, find labs mm-hmm. to fill in. Um, yeah. Anyway, it's a it's an interesting experience to me. I haven't I haven't been on a I haven't been on a movie set since the '90s. So, um, I've dealt with a lot of people's bad recordings on sets, but uh, I haven't been on set since the '90s. I think I haven't been on a set since 2013. Oh, although last summer, no, two summers ago, 2016, I think. Okay. Um, maybe it wasn't even in summer. Doesn't matter. We uh they. There was a film that was made locally that uh that um uh used the studio for two scenes at, near the beginning of their movie and in one scene near the end for ADR. Uh not just no not 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 for ADR, they have actual scenes in the movie.
1: Oh. Yeah. yeah. So they were filmed in the studio. The main uh
0: the main character was a was a singer. Uh, And she, it didn't have anything specifically to to do with the studio, Uh, but, uh, but she's working with a producer, had shots of her in the studio. She was, she was too short for, um, for the scenes where her and the producer were standing side by side. So they had her standing on boxes the entire time. (laughs) It was pretty funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, it looked really good. It was supposed to be, uh, it was supposed to be set in the deep South. Um, and it was pre-Trump. Um, so they, they had a Confederate flag flying in the background. Um, they dolled it up with a couple more, uh, oddball stuff like that. But, Mm -hmm. But it was really cool to be, to be on set for that. Um, yeah, it was, uh, it was quite a bit of fun. We had to shut down the air conditioning system because they needed the, uh, They needed the studio doors open for, I can't remember what reason. Um, I think the, oh yeah, the guy had to walk in to the, to the room. Okay. And so they needed the studio doors open and, and through the, um, through the boom mic, there was enough background shh while the door was open that, uh, and closing the door made that awkward pop, that click Mm -hmm. of the latches. Yep. Yep. Yeah. So had to turn off the air conditioning and everybody loved it. I'm sure they did. Yeah. I think they were here for like six hours shooting those three scenes. It's cool. I, I I had to teach the, one of the actors how to use the console. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Just so that he looked like he knew what he was doing. Right. Yeah. 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 It was pretty, it was pretty fun. (laughs) Uh, But this is, this, this project, uh, obviously another local project, but, the way he described it to me, now we didn't get into plot, of course, but sa- sounded like a lot of fun, um, put together by a local teacher, um, who's funding it all himself, I think too. Uh, but, uh, um, I, it'd, it'd be great if I could be a part of it. Yeah. And then I'm, I'm hoping I can also convince them to let me do all the, uh, all the audio post too,
1: because I miss doing that. I haven't had one of those in a couple of years. <laughs> I don't think I knew anything about the movie set I was on. It was released. Then I kind of (laughs) had an idea. That's awesome. But I do remember being outside in negative 40. Oh, brutal. Um, Because we saved um, a scene for nighttime uh, on the last day of filming or what have you. We should have done it probably in the first or the second day that we were there but we I don't know, saved it <laughs> and it just happened to be a ridiculously cold day and unfortunately it's a horror movie so like this character oh, yeah. runs out of this haunted house without like putting a jacket or like even shoes on oh man and yeah, we had to film that so how we many, had like how many takes of that on they? uh four or five before like the the directors or the the director and producer like okay no more because we're gonna hurt him if uh, we keep doing this (laughs) right but like there was jackets so that like in between scenes he could like have his feet on something that wasn't wet and cold oh yeah no kidding eh Uh, like people had like tons of blankets for in between scenes as well yeah but it was like running down an entire block for Of snow, which I imagine sucked. (laughs) And then he would go into a car. Yeah. And then like that was part of the scene was running to a car and Mm. seeing these people and they're going, What's wrong? And then they he goes in the car. But we ended up using it as a way to transport him back to the beginning (laughs) of the scene. (laughs) That's what I was thinking. (laughs) Drive him back. (laughs) Mm.
0: (sighs) Yeah. It'd be an interesting, um, an interesting opportunity. I haven't, uh, I haven't done audio posts in a while and we've already been talking about, about possibly doing some ADR or, um, should, the should, of course they have the budget for it, but, yeah. um, but, uh, yeah, it'd be an interesting project to be a part of if I can, if I can convince them to let me be a part of it.
1: I'm sure if I worked for free, they'd have no problem, but I don't want to work for free. No. It's a lot yeah. of work, those yeah. too. so it doesn't make sense to do it for free. Yeah. yeah. Especially, it's in the summer, so it
0: could very well, and and I understand a lot of it is outside, um, so it very well could be sweltering hot all three days. Yeah. I will break out my funniest hat and, and um, sunscreen for my nose. Look as ridiculous as I can. Yeah. Um so the so last week last week we spent a bulk of it talking about ridiculous rappers.
1: And student who doesn't want to learn. Oh yeah, student who doesn't want to learn, that's right. Um and Candy Theft. Oh yeah.
0: You're, yeah. That's right. <laughs> I I uh I was working with a guy Sunday night. Um and we but, I mentioned to it because he, he listens to the podcast occasionally and asked him if he'd listened to last week's episode. And right. He hadn't. And when he heard that it was all about all, all, you and I bitching about rappers, um, he said, I'm downloading it as soon as I get home. Sends me a text middle of the afternoon on Monday, yesterday. And I want to I read it to you because it, it just made me smile. Um, it was one of those that just... Uh, where is he here? So this shows up at two o'clock in the afternoon yesterday. It says, how the fuck does someone steal Reese's pieces? I'm dying, bro. Your podcast is so funny. (laughs) I can't believe these clowns, bro.
1: (laughs) I mean, that whole situation was ridiculous. It was pretty, it was pretty funny. But yeah, it's kids not realizing that this is a business, not a hangout. Well, not just that too, but I mean
0: that comes down to any uh, respect like yeah I, there was definitely a lack of respect there because i've i've had i've had older groups in here like 40s 50s um where they see it the same way they just see it as a you know this is the same as their jam space we're gonna bring as much beer as we can and we're gonna drink and record
1: mm-hmm.
0: you know um i had this is a business <laughs> i want to say in early 2012 I think it was early 2012 had a local metal band where the age, the youngest guy in the band was 33 or 34. And the oldest guy in the band was 63. Hmm. Uh, and he was the lead guitar player, but uh, they brought, oh, what did I, I think I collected 30 cans Jesus. between the five of them. And the only one, and, and one of them wasn't drinking. The singer wasn't drinking cause he, had the farthest drive and, and he, you know, he wanted to be ready for it when it was time to sing. Um, that was the first time we ever fit, uh, an Ampeg fridge into the, uh, into the, um, ISO booth.
1: That's too big for like anything. Yeah. Yeah. It well, was Sp- too big to <laughs> to gig with. It's too big to record. It sounded great though. I had. <laughs> I get it. You have eight speakers to choose from. So (laughs) pick the best sounding speaker, but (laughs) yeah, yeah, it took, took, I've lifted enough of those things to just be like, no, I I don't care what benefits this gives me. I, I I can get something that's like 80% of this with two speakers. (laughs) Absolutely. Right. Especially studio
0: wise. I mean, that's one of the reasons I got the, uh, the red DI, right? I mean, it's, it's, 80% of the Ampeg sound right there, minus the air. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Most of the Ampeg stuff, especially if it's the newer stuff, sucks anyway. Because, you know, Chinese made Yeah, you were were talking about that last week, yeah. Was it last week I was talking about it? It was. Oh. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. I know. It's been a long week. You have to get the old Ampegs, which weigh even more than the new Ampegs, which weigh, like, a ton. It's because I had someone,
0: oh yeah, it was a one of those guitar players. I'll set this story up. Um, talking about the same thing. Meet this guy for the first time at the studio here. He walks in on it with a tour group, like a group that was, that was um, wanting to check out the studio, but he wasn't directly related. Mm. Anyway, he walks in, sits down with, or stands beside me in the control room. And uh, first question is, so... Do you own a U eighty seven? No. At the time, I didn't. Um, I says, ah. Then he hit me with some other thing. But set, you know, totally set himself up to be, to be that guy, right? And I didn't know until years later because I ended up spending a lot of time working with him. But I didn't know until years later he just liked to walk in and ask questions that would upset people or make people chatty. Oh, okay. Right. Um, and he, he, turned out to be a pretty awesome dude, but, but set himself up as, as that guy. Anyway, one of the other things that he, that he did was he checked out my Marshall head, the JTM 45. Um, and he picked it up and he says, Oh, this is too light. This must not be an original one. And that was the first time I'd ever, like I said, it's a heavy head, you know, it's, yeah, some of those things they're pretty heavy, even even if they're not as heavy as the originals. Yeah. But uh, it was the first time it made me made me realize that some of them can get just absolutely outrageously heavy. Yeah. Although, um, Colin from Something Mechanical, he comes in with uh, one of the um, Vox two by twelves is it AC 30? Is that the one? Uh, 30 is the bigger, 60 is the smaller. Is that yeah. right? Yeah. 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 So it was a, it was an AC 30. Um, and he always grunts and complains about how heavy it is. It
1: is heavy. I suppose, but you mind know, you, an SVT classic head is probably the same weight in a smaller package. That's <laughs> what I was thinking. And that doesn't even have any speakers or magnets or. Yeah. it just has freaking uh, ah, just all the, stupid parts that are made in china and break on you if it just so much is breathed on
0: um
1: speaking of china did you
0: hear that um the chinese government has banned hip-hop
1: in china i haven't heard that i know that they're trying to ban cryptocurrencies i I heard they were working on that but apparently
0: so china according to this story that i that I heard actually it was on Bobby Osinski's podcast this morning. Um, they don't, China doesn't have much, um, in the way of Americanized rap. Okay. It's mostly, it's mostly, it's mostly Chinese rap,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, probably in Mandarin or one of their dialects, right. Um, or a bunch of their dialects. Um, but they've, ch- they've, the, the Chinese government says that it's obscene, and doesn't fall in line with the values of the Communist Party. Okay. And so they've banned hip hop across all all what did he say? Commercial um media. And so still okay in the underground. Like they're not they're not it doesn't sound like they're enforcing in the underground. I'm just kicking your feet, sorry. Yeah. Um doesn't sound like they're banning it in the underground. Okay. But uh but any commercialization or
1: any of the Probably everywhere yeah. except for Hong Kong, because Hong Kong is not part of yeah. China. Which is well, such a weird situation. But Yeah. I thought
0: that was that was interesting that they're still um as progressive as China is with a lot of things. And I know they're backwatered with a ton of things too, but yeah as much as they seem to be taking over the world piece by piece to, to, to still come down on something like, like this, that uh,
1: maybe I just don't understand the, the communist party very well, but I don't know. But I mean, the whole reason that we in Canada have a problem with the Chinese buying houses is because of the communist government too. Oh yeah. I mean, we, we talked about this last week too. Uh, probably. <laughs> It is a thing that I've looked into and it's interesting because like all these people who have a life savings, they're dumping their life savings in Canada or wherever they can get a house. You know what we should do? We should, we should turn this podcast into, into a um, financial podcast. No, (laughs) I'm currently interested in financial stuff, but that's just because I'm trying to learn it. It, Who knows how long that'll last, right? Yeah. Yeah. Once I, (laughs) once I have like the basics down, I might. You know yep. l- l- not necessarily lose interest but maybe not be as interested in talking sure about stuff because yeah. I'll be protecting my strategies or whatever that I found <laughs> out <laughs> yeah yeah right <laughs> um yeah
0: oh yeah I uh I flipped over to my calendar um good day sir sorry um we we hijacked your chair because Pepper wanted to join the podcast, yeah, but then she just fell asleep. You're welcome to have it back though, because she's she clearly she's hiding on the couch outside the room. All right. Um,
1: You're done with the
0: your podcast, right? No, no, no. We're still going. Yeah, we're. Uh, what are we? This is. Uh, we are 23 minutes in. <laughs> it's all good. It's okay. Um, I lost my train of thought. Wait, I was checking your calendar. I was, I was checking my calendar. Right. I wanted to remind myself of some of the, some of the silly things that had gone on. So, um, what's his name? And two more hip hop sessions last week. Uh, three actually total between the last podcast and now, but, um, another one of them They just kind of continued the week of ridiculousness. I think, I think I've done, I, I did worked on more hip hop last week than I did all fall in 2017. It's just odd. doesn't seem to be letting down either. So I have guys calling me all the time anyway. So Thursday night I had this kid and I don't know. How old he was, he was a it was like a pretty dude, but he also looked kind of also looked kind of high. Okay. Brought in another posse and it was just um it was two support dudes, one feature dude. But then they got into an argument about whether or not it was a feature or who was the star. And as it turned out, their songs, like their parts, had nothing to do with each other at all. They just happened to be using the same beat, which I thought was pretty odd. That's okay. Yeah, I, I know, right? <laughs> um, and so, so they got into a debate because they they could only afford four hours, which is fine. I mean, four hours is lots of time to get stuff done. Oh no, no, it was two hours. It was two hours. Okay. That's not a lot of time. I know. Especially, especially because two hours is less than a hundred bucks. So they ended up, they ended up arguing with each other and then arguing with me because, um, one of the guys had called in to get a quote just to rent the studio, Mm -hmm. but didn't need an engineer. But of course now they're using me as an engineer. And so
1: you had to tell them uh, like, there's an engineer fee if you want me to yeah. engineer. Except
0: except the guy that booked this session wasn't the same guy that had, that had gotten that, that studio rental quote from me. Right. He just happened to be
1: part of these guys. Okay.
0: So there was very little communication there, but no good. No big deal.
1: Well, that's when I just pull out my email my email and show them. Like, see, I, I said, this is the room cost. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. and And, and
0: that's that that's what i did is like you know that that conversation was about renting the room that's the price for renting the room that's that doesn't include me and they're fine they, they ended up being okay with it but they got they got really heated amongst themselves when they found out that they couldn't get they couldn't come back the next day because you were booked because i'm booked <laughs> 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 yeah which continues the whole the whole shoe store analogy But, uh, yeah, they, they, they wanted to come back the next day. Then they tried, well, how about the weekend? And then they just refused to believe that I don't have any time to get you in until the end of the month. This date, that's when I can get you in. All of them dramatically like, oh man, oh no. And then for, for a day and a half, a day and a half,
1: you about text him? messages
0: are you sure you can't how, how about tonight you know like can't you get uh, uh, nobody, no one records Saturday
1: night uh, are you kidding <laughs> <laughs> uh, I know I know right when do you think majority of the population has their days off oh the weekend yeah <laughs> people uh, who want to record are going to do so on their weekend oh That happens to be Friday, Saturday, Sunday. I'm not entirely
0: unconvinced that they weren't high. Fuck yeah,
1: yeah. It it was just maybe maybe that's maybe come in on a weekday, like book some time off of work to record. Well, and and see, see, that's the thing is, I don't believe they
0: were they were one of those one of those rappers like the guy I had Sunday night, mm-hmm. the guy that's been coming in Sunday nights for, for about a month now, he's super serious about, about getting it right, about taking the time and mm-hmm. re singing it and re- redoing it and rewriting lyrics. And, and, and he's willing to take the time to make sure that the end product is right. You know, like yeah. he's, he's, he's got that serious mentality, but,
1: but the, the but rest of these guys, guys don't have that. Yeah. It's like they get through it it's once like and they're, they're and a rapper they get through it once And then they're done.
0: And the whole party, because that's basically all they're doing is they're, they're partying and I'm big quotation marks. They're partying at the studio and they get, the guy gets through it once and everybody erupts and like, Oh yeah, bro. Yeah, boy, fam, whatever. Like
1: awful meanwhile you're going like that was a shitty take (laughs) well i I actually actually the the
0: second take that he did he thought was he thought was fantastic and he had blundered like just obvious blunder on the last verse or something and uh and so i actually he's he's about to take the headphones off and i'm like wait (laughs) and he looks at me what's wrong (laughs) I, I about need about you, do you that to again. Redo, let's at least redo that last verse just one more time. Cause you blunt, like it, it was, it was a big train wreck and he, he agreed and everybody, everybody else in the room. They were kind of looking at me like,
1: are you sure? Yeah. That sounded lit, man. <laughs> this is a recording studio. <laughs> you come here to record and you record the best performance. That doesn't mean you record a performance, <laughs> Right. Unless you're like some crazy musician like Prince and can pump things out of. <laughs> at, <what? laughs> yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. But Prince worked his tail off, lived at the studio to make that happen.
1: Built a studio in his house, wired every room in his house, in fact, so that he could really? record. On, yeah. That's, that's, awesome. that's what I hear is like his house, every room was wired to record so that if he wanted to record yeah, and he had like an actual engineer that was constantly like at his house and if he (laughs) wanted to record the engineer would like yeah do it right then and there engineering and shifts i need to see it i'm gonna pay you to sit here at this desk
0: and be ready to hit record the moment i tell you no hesitation don't go to the bathroom hold it for eight hours then your replacement can come in and he can take over the next eight hour shift
1: I don't think Prince was like that <laughs> delusional, <laughs> but like, yeah, he, he, uh, he probably did have like, he would probably wake up the guys and be like, I have an idea. Let's, Hurry up. Let's do this. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah.
0: I'd, I'd be that guy, man. Like I'd be that engineer
1: on call. I'm sure like Prince that. pays well, <sighs> even if he didn't
0: pay well, if he just paid, okay, I'd still, that would be awesome.
1: But I'm sure he pays well. I I, I would suspect too. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And from my, from what I hear about working with him, he has high standards. And if you don't meet the, like he gives you chances to screw up, but if you don't, if you continuously don't meet his standards, he just gets rid of you, which is fair. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, that's fair across That should be fair across any industry. Yeah. Yeah. Meanwhile, the only time I've been fired, I purposely priced myself out of the job.
0: I don't feel like you were fired, more like you just priced yourself out.
1: Mhm. Yeah, but it took effort and a lot of it, right, to price myself out. I had to <laughs> charge $120 an hour for my engineer fee. Yeah.
0: I'm impressed that you got that, man.
1: I'm impressed that I got that. <laughs> I don't know how I got that. Yeah. I don't know either. Um, but it paid for this thing plus some mm -hmm. for just one job. Yeah. And you get, you get a ton of use out of that thing. I do. Yeah. It's paid for itself probably in the amount of use I've gotten out of it. That's fair. Yeah. Um, Kate, people don't know
0: what we're actually talking about. Uh, my iPad. iPad. Yeah. 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 Unless you've been a longtime listener, in which case you remember from episode like
1: I don't know, it's fourteen always... or
0: twelve or something.
1: I, don't know. I always have this thing around me. So yeah, but we don't talk about it on the show much. No, it's no, it's just a computer, basically to me, a, yeah. a portable computer. Yeah. Uh,
0: and then since so that was Thursday. Yeah, this party. Friday, I had two guys in, plus a third that came in first thing in the morning just to meet. Mm-hmm. Um, he seemed like he had his head together, but the guy in the afternoon and the guy in the evening were both pretty sure they were both high as a kite. Okay, We got through the guy in the afternoon, nice guy, laid back, chill, paid in advance, showed up on time, um, mostly. <laughs> four minutes late is pretty good in rapper time
1: four minutes late is not not the end of the world the end of the world for really anybody yeah it's 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 20 minutes late for me
0: (laughs) i i'm I'm the guy that show up at least 15 minutes early show up half an hour early if you're really serious make sure you're there (laughs)
1: That's what i try to do yeah well
0: public transit dictates
1: a lot of how early I am though.
0: (laughs) I've just gotten used to, used to you being, you know, on someone else's schedule at someone else's discretion.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: It's all good. I my wife does the same thing. She, uh, she works on her idea of on time is the minute that it is that she's supposed to be there or within a few (laughs)
1: that's (laughs) on time. Uh, Yeah, That's not how the professional world works, but. And yet she works in the professional world. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Remember having a job interview where I was five minutes late and the guy lectured me for an hour. (laughs) Awesome. I was like, was that me? No. That sounds
0: like something I would do.
1: No, I was early for our little meetup.
0: There you go. That was your strategy. That's why you got in
1: no maybe uh, I, I i don't know and you're the one who like at the end of it, it was like you know what come over every now and again help me out yep so uh, i don't know what i did <laughs> uh, i just know i purposely like left My house at the time, probably like an hour and a half. I calculated that I'd probably take a half hour for the bus, uh, to get to the mall. And then I knew I was going to have to walk some, but I also knew that I was going, because I had never been in the area before. You want to make sure you give yourself enough
0: time. Yeah.
1: So I figured uh, like generally the first time I go anywhere, I make sure I have like 15 minutes that in case I get lost. Yeah. Right. I have that 15 minutes to like figure things out and I rarely get lost. I,
0: um, one of the things that definitely endears me to potential interns is showing up early.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, I'm always, I'm always a little off put when musicians show up early cause I'm not expecting it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, yeah, when, when interns or potential interns show up early, that it's it, always a good thing in my book. Yeah. And then when they actually make an effort to show up after that, that's huge in my books. <laughs> yeah, because most most interns that I've taken on, um, and I, I I think I've had three exceptions, haven't really put a lot of effort into into showing up. You know, and and some of them, in, in fairness, some of them have have not had time. They've realized by the end of the day they don't have time to show up. Um, unless it's you know scheduled long in advance, right but yeah. uh yeah I am um, I used to listen to a podcast had a very short short run called the Full English and it was hosted by a guy named Phil English um, oh yeah 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 it only had like a couple of episodes yeah, maybe had five or something yeah. but my favorite episode was the episode where he and his It was his, the tech, the guy that fixed all the gear. I can't remember what he called him, but, um, or what that's actually supposed to be called. But they
1: talked uh, about interns and
0: yeah, they talked about interns. I remember that podcast. Yeah.
1: I know that was, I remember listening to it and (laughs) like being like, oh yeah, I did that stuff. Yeah. Right. That They're saying you should do if you want to be an intern. It's, um, in fact, I, I think I was listening going like, why wouldn't you? Do that stuff. It's common but sense. That's the thing, right? Like those
0: ones that those ones that it's already in the
1: brain. It is just common sense.
0: Hey, I gotta take a. We gotta take a break. Okay, we'll be back in just a sec after these zero messages. All right. Okay. We're. Uh, I gotta figure it out. Okay. At least I think so. Uh, do that and that. I could say everything again. Um. Thank you for. You know, suffering my minuscule bladder. I appreciate it. (laughs) Um, Where were we? We were talking about, uh, I'm bitching about rappers again. I no, we were talking about interns and how. Oh yeah. Interns. No, really. They don't like of the, I think I'm up to 14 people over the years that I've excuse me, that I've taken on as interns and I've had not including the current guy because he's not even a month in Mm -hmm. so I've got to give him the benefit of a doubt Um, I've had three of them you you and Roland um, included that were useful and I know that's a pretty low bar to set (laughs) but uh, you know, like that's,
1: that's kind of what it came down to. Um, the only thing useful I remember doing is like helping update the studio twice and catching a heavy ass console from breaking your arm. <laughs> I do appreciate
0: that still. <laughs> You were, I think you were past being an intern intern at that point.
1: Yeah. I was just here yeah, to help you, were you just, out cause you needed help. Yeah. Yeah. And that I was, I was interested in helping. I said, yeah. Mm. So, oh uh-huh. yeah. What
0: makes a good intern? Uh, I know common sense, right? But they say common sense is not common. common. Um,
1: So showing up early. The very least on time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Of course on time for a session is generally an hour before the session starts. Right. Yeah. Um, this is one of those, this is one of those things that because this place is so small, don't get to exercise this skill a lot, but, um, thinking ahead of the
1: engineer, Um, Oh yeah. Right. I did that a lot where you'd be like asking me for cables and it's like, I'm already already handing it to you or you already
0: have, you already have a new cable run or you're, you're in the process of patching it in. Yeah. That's one of the harder things for an intern to grasp because it takes, unless you already have the experience,
1: it takes a while to generate the experience to be able to. Yeah. Uh, um, And I don't hold that against an intern not that i've really ever had an intern Uh, fair enough i I don't need an intern so uh but you know if if a guy can't tell like right away that i need something Mm -hmm. but i don't know a month and a half in maybe i just start to get annoyed if they're still continuing to like wait until i ask for something i guess it depends how often they show up right but
0: in a in a month an intern might have been here three, maybe four times.
1: Yeah, I, right. Ideally, I suppose here, it, it depends on how long they've been here, you know, or or they're working on their own projects, right? Um, that's the but thing is, is like if they are working on their own projects, then when they're here to like intern for you, they should be watching what you're doing and then be able to sit like see. Oh, he's setting this up. He's going to need this. And then just go get it. Yeah. That's, I remember doing that, like watching you grabbing a microphone. So I was just like, oh, he needs a cable. Let's grab some cables. Yeah.
0: Which eventually that, that comes right. Yeah. I've had a, I've had a couple of, I've had a couple of interns that, um, (laughs) I'm thinking, uh, I'm thinking of one guy early on was working with a band that
1: decided just to call him Roadhouse I think I remember you, you telling me something about someone yeah. called Roadhouse he was uh,
0: was a really nice guy was really interested in music not very interested in production mm. it was just cool for him to hang out at the studio and I got suckered into the oh, he's a nice guy, he says he's interested I'll take him at his word Um, he was okay to be around, but he just wasn't very motivated Mm. and he was, he was actually my final straw before I started, started setting some higher tolerances for who I'd even consider, you know, you gotta be able to demonstrate a certain measure of skill or I have a schooling program. I can teach you all these things, but as an intern, I don't wanna have to teach you a lot of the basics. Yeah, you know, I I, I wanna give you opportunity to to use your skills, to develop skills, to develop higher level of thinking in regards to a studio, but I don't wanna teach you what a condenser microphone is or tell you why a ribbon mic is so fragile. You know, yeah. I expect some basic things. I want you to know what an EQ is. You don't have to mm-hmm. know how to necessarily use it effectively. Right. You know, but you got to know what it is. Yeah. You know, or know the difference between a microphone cable and an instrument cable.
1: That'd be super handy. <laughs> yeah. 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 Yeah you know what an insert cable is then that's bonus points bonus points (laughs) because we use so many of them around here oh man (laughs) like nobody uses insert cables anymore i know digital consoles man yeah it it makes routing so much easier it
0: does it does i um have you heard anything more about uh flock audios um digital patch bay Oh, wasn't
1: I looking at that like a couple of years ago? Yeah, it
0: wasn't. It wasn't a couple of years ago. It was just in the fall. Wow. You and You and I watched the uh,
1: watched the video. No, I, I haven't looked further into it. I just remember. Enough. I think having the idea of like this is what I would want out of a digital patch bay, and then. Mm-hmm. You and I talked about it a little bit and came to the conclusion that what I would want out of a digital patch bay would probably cost like $50,000.
0: <laughs> Makes me want to go look it up. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll do that right now. Oh, all right. Um, flock audio patch. Ooh. Um, but down, but down there's a gear slots conversation about it. Mm. Not surprised. Everybody talks about everything.
1: Yeah. Um, good. Slow load. Like what I'd want out of a digital patch bait would be something that I can control on the mm. computer and just automatically patch well, my that's, things.
0: that's what this is supposed to be, right? Okay. Yeah.
1: Yeah. That's, how that's, expensive is it? Uh, it was at Nam. Okay. So it's um, going to be released two years from now. <laughs> maybe, right? Um, I'm. He is
0: using. Hey, Rolly you'll 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 appreciate this um they're using the divi theme on on the flock page um i do not see though
1: any prices so they're still in development yeah probably that's what that tells me yeah um
0: Oh, yeah. Here, here it is. Um, sign up to our mailing list and we'll let you know before anyone else about exclusive pre-order pricing.
1: So expensive. is
0: Yeah, I mean? I mean, I fully expect it to be expensive. I mean, the digital technology needed to be able to route things analog Into but control digital. digitally. By, yeah. it's, it's not a converter, right? It well, I know it's not a converter.
1: Yeah. It's just a... Th- yeah. Uh, I would love to have one. But, yeah. I'm also don't think I would have that a, a need for it. So, unless yeah. I decide that I'm going to invest in analog gear again. Because I I'm, gonna, I'm slowing down on analog gear. I don't you see you're getting, see a, you're getting any... past it. I'm I'm using mostly digital plugins instead because it's more convenient. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Well, I, I, we talked about this, about
1: how I don't mix
0: analog all that much. I just try to use the analog gear as much as I,
1: as much as it's convenient. Right. Yeah. If I was running a recording studio and there was like recording and stuff going on, I'd probably invest in analog gear just so that I'm applying compression and stuff on the way in. Yeah. But in terms of mixing through analog, I, I don't want to, but then th- Route
0: it. the guys at, the guys at, um, at Velveteen, the Brad's at Velveteen, they're almost, they're almost exclusively digital. Even, even from what I hear now, I, I, I haven't been there since they took it over, but, um, they don't have a lot of outboard gear. Um, well, you don't need because, it. because they're not using it. Right. Yeah. They're, they're running everything. They're summing everything through the matrix, the SSL matrix.
1: And oh, excuse me, they're doing just everything through the. Yeah. I, I mean, you don't need no. analog gear to record. I just, just know that I personally yeah. um, would be appreciate it more because yeah. I just, I, I, I would set it the way I want it set going in and I'd be trying to record something that when it comes to mixing, I'm not going to be loading a bunch of right. plugins to, to do all the things I just did on the way in. So it's just, just me doing extra work yeah, to get it right at the source. <laughs> yeah. Well, and, and that's the, but I don't do a lot of recording, so I don't see the need to buy analog gear. If, if I yeah. build a space and there's going to be a recording spot, I'll probably buy some outboard compressors and EQs. And if they have an affordable patch, digital patch bay. Yeah. I would hook those up to the digital patch bay.
0: I came across an interesting thing.
1: Um, Saturday I intended
0: to do, and, 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 and I did, um, a hundred percent analog mix, um, which turned out to be like 99% analog. The, uh, the Toms were awful, <laughs> just awful. And I'm the one that recorded them nine years ago. <laughs> they sound just terrible. Um, but uh, I couldn't, I couldn't get the ringing out of them. They had so little low end and I couldn't get the ringing out of them mm-hmm. um, with the console EQs. And I even stacked a couple EQs, but I just couldn't get the bands narrow enough. So I ended up having to use a uh, an EQ in Pro Tools to, to carve out the, the the really the bad ring. rings, yeah. yeah. I did that on the two floor toms and the snare drum. Um, just because I, I couldn't couldn't get anything else out of it, and I still couldn't get. Um, we must have tuned the toms really floppy as well, because I even even once I got enough low end into them, they still had that really floppy, like really loose tom sound. Okay. Yeah. Hmm. And no, not gelled at all. No, uh, no damping.
1: Oh, okay. Yeah.
0: They were, they were super loose. Um, but I got through, I got through the mix. Um, hundred percent analog, only seven hours. <laughs>
1: yeah, I know,
0: <laughs> but I got to use a lot of toys, which was a l- very fun. Very fun. I tried out the new, um, oh,
1: yeah. I I don't doubt mixing analog would be fun, but in the grand scheme of things, it's a lot of money for very little in return. A lot more time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, even
0: if you're just, even if you are just looking at it from the client's perspective, it just takes more time, which means it costs
1: more. Mm -hmm. Right. And, but even at a studio perspective, it is, it costs more money to be able to do it. Yeah. It then costs client more so the client's less likely to hire you because they know they can get the same quality product for cheaper because the guy who is going to use all digital programs yeah is going to be able to do it quicker yeah exactly yeah it's just you know changing mindset and just being like i don't and even when it comes to buying digital stuff i'm i'm not interested in anything that's coming out because I already have my basic tools and yeah, like something has to be so spectacular and like does something that is like six plugins for me and combine it into one right. before I would be interested. And then e- even at that point where I'm interested it has to be a price point where I'm like, that's cheap. And it
0: has <laughs> to be something that your,
1: that your computer can handle. Oh, my computer can handle fucking
0: anything. Ah, Fair (laughs) enough, but but I mean, I mean, like as as far as like the UAD stuff, for example, you know, like UAD has been coming out with channel strips that I would love
1: to put. Yeah, but that's just more the UAD uh, DSP CPUs. Yeah, like if UAD allowed me to use my computer's CPU and RAM, yeah. Oh man, I I could load up all sorts of things, but because they lock me to theirs, and I have only a a duo. Yeah. Um yeah, you get three nice three of the fancy big plugins in your toast. Yeah. Yeah. One culture of culture.
0: And I'm like
1: <laughs> at seventy five percent my DSP. Yeah. For that chip. And I don't want to spend three thousand dollars for an octo. Two. Oh. 18, last nine. time I checked it was like three grand.
0: Oh, and I bought mine and that was years 13. ago. Though. I bought mine in 2013 and it was only 1800 bucks for an Octo. Now I wasn't getting the Octo custom.
1: Oh, right. no, I'm um, looking at the, like the big one that comes with like a bunch of plugins. Yeah.
0: Well, but the, yeah, I, I suppose, but I, that was the thing is I, you had three plugins that I, that I knew I wanted you were, were yeah, packaged, right. were packaged with it anyway. Yeah.
1: Oh. Yeah, those are cheaper. Yeah, I'm actually more interested in buying a discrete. Um, oh, the uh, antelope. Yeah, yeah. Because you get all yeah. of their plugins with that.
0: That would be a great.
1: A and great, if you, uh, and then you can buy it with two. microphones. Like I think three grand gets you six microphones, again interface down to and the plugins. <laughs> Do you need it? Oh no. Yeah. But. I'm, I'm, even, I'm just interested in even buying the interface mm-hmm. and let then me, I have the, and the interface I could use cause I only have one preamp with my two converters. Yeah. Let me, let me hit you with this question. Um, I know you, you, you've done
0: away with your waves stuff. So you're yeah. not, you're, you're, not using waves anymore. Yep. Um, and They're I know I've asked virtual you. dust. <laughs> it would be really cool if if gear if plugins would actually would actually change their sound slightly over time <laughs> you know i was like we need to we need to find an algorithm that that simulates the the uh lifespan of a tube and the lifespan of the transistors uh, don't give steven
1: slate an idea <laughs> <laughs> Probably yeah. go with it and run away and just like take it money from people who care about that stuff. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I
0: think I think that might be that might make me more excited about, about plugins.
1: Maybe. I conducted an I experiment. Think I'd be more interested in plugins if I could resell them. You can in some cases. Well, I know in some cases you can, but like majority of cases I can't buy a plugin and then sell it to somebody else.
0: You can, you can do that with waves. As long as the plugins are not part of a bundle, you can sell the individual waves license. Pretty much everything that I have is a bundle though. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. Um, okay. So, so the question I wanted to ask was, I want to go into like some nerdy specifics. (sighs) Drum bus. Okay. Not the individual drums, but the drum bus itself. Oh, yeah, I know what a bus is. <laughs> <laughs> it's the thing we put all the little kids on and they go for a ride to the museum. Yeah, exactly. Um, <laughs> sometimes that's the only thing that students understand. Okay. So um, what are you putting on your drum bus?
1: As a as a default,
0: what do you put on there? Uh,
1: sonar stuff just sonar stuff
0: like be more specific man
1: that's just the sonar compressor is just my default compressor in general which uh which that that one has the four different uh, modes the, the sonar dynamics i think it's called okay and it has like a lot of options it has like a tape simulator on it if you wanted it okay um but it's got like a compressor a limiter an expander a gate nice uh thing they call warmth which is just tape saturation yeah Um, and I think there's another that I never use, but I, I would have to look at the plugin to tell you, but that is my pretty much the Sonic stuff in general is my default because the Sonic's EQ is my default EQ. Um, and then, yeah, the dynamics is my default compression. Yeah. And then I only ever use different things when I'm looking for a character. So like an 1176 or a 670 or rent. Right. Have you, have you ever used the, um, and I know we're getting, we're getting short on
0: time here, but have you ever used the, uh, SSL style bus compressor?
1: Yes. Did, the, what, like a, an emulation of it. Yeah. Yeah. Of course. I haven't uh, used a real thing cause I'm not going to spend $3,000 on a stereo bus <laughs> compressor. <laughs> what, uh, um, uh, Sonic's,
0: plugins um which is the sonics have that ssl style compressor
1: Mm, no i wouldn't say it does okay sonics is i i I just like it because it's like a no bs here's everything you need for a compressor right and it i think it's pretty transparent as so long as you. Treat it as such. If you're aggressive with it, it's not transparent at all. But, but the, I mean, you could say that about most things, right? Yeah, you can. Uh, but like, I like it because I feel like it's a pretty clean sound that comes out of it. So I use it on everything, right? I also like the layout. It just appeals that's, to me. It's so weird because I'm on the exact opposite. I hate that layout. <laughs> I dislike the EQ windows, but or the graphs but right. i don't like graphs you don't use them anyway, anyway so i ignore all right we gotta go
0: See follow ya. our See hosts on twitter at two bodies of water
1: got that mic in a comfortable spot yet
0: i'm still working on it. at joey R. engineer i can't even talk
1: i don't remember what my point was this is a boring podcast um i realize at the end of this we didn't introduce ourselves
0: on to the internet you go go oh, switch off